but life was simple. (laughs) Like you showed up and you knew what you had to do. And, and the nice thing about it was it was only dependent on me. Mm. I didn't have to count on anyone else. I didn't have to resource out to anyone, nothing. It was like, I had a job. I knew how to do it and I can fucking grind as hard Mm -hmm. as I want to. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, nope, it's not all up to me. Mm-hmm. I need to have a team around me. There's things new, new things. That I don't know how to do them, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So something as simple as building an app or like with podium, finding the resources of where do you get, where do you get the labels made? Where do you get the bottle made? You know, finding out that the place that manufactures the bottle does not manufacture lids. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> you're like, well, why are you making the bottle? I need a lid too. And so, you <laughs> right. know, like stuff as simple as that, it's just, it's kind of the kind of the same process of like, all right, here's a problem. How do I solve it? And breaking that down. But now it's just much, much different. And so, you know, I'm just always thankful that I have have the team around me that I do. All right, and welcome to the One Shot Podcast. All right, so if we have like a, a guest list, a Hall of Fame of our guests. Mm-hmm. He's not on it? No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's three other people. There's three <laughs> other people that, that I would put on it. But but you know you know the dude that's standing in the back in his sweats? You know, he usually always has like a, like a, like a teal Easter color like sweatsuit in the back and he's not on the podium. That's this guest today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is, uh, and I think I think we can all agree, this was probably one of our favorite guests that we've had. Yeah. If not, now, you know what, Matt? I'm going to say the favorite guest that I've had for sure. Okay, because, right. I'll take it. Because because he came into town, wasn't afraid of the pandemic. He was doing a Texas tour, came in, and just hung out, man. It was one of the coolest conversations we've had. And, uh, man, we just honestly had a great time with you. So okay. on the other side of this interview, we have the one and only five-time CrossFit Games champ, five-time fittest man on earth, Matt Frazier. Appreciate you, thank brother. You guys, thank you guys for having me back. Yeah, oh, kidding? Yeah, don't don't thank us, man. Thanks for coming I, on. Yeah. I mean, last time we we were in we were in Darren's. That's like, right. Room. Yeah, yeah you guys got no Hey, you know, Matt. They, yeah, no, it looks good. And, you know, there was a lot of shit talking about my my house. You know, everybody talks about <laughs> the sound quality. The cameras weren't right. I'm like, damn. And you know what? That's that's what made that so special, man. Because. We didn't have a studio. We were a small little outfit, and and you and Sammy came up, man. And we, you know, like as Tyler mentioned, man, we really appreciate uh, that conversation and the time you took to come up to drive on up uh, and and spend with us. But you know, in in that, we also knew that there was a transition that was going on in in your mind, and you yep. talked about a lot of different things professionally that you wanted to accomplish. And, and, you know, we want to go back and, and figure out a little bit about where you are currently today. Because just to frame a reference, we released the episode, and it, I think it was three weeks later, you officially announced retire, your retirement from yeah. CrossFit, yeah. from competing. Yeah. So, man, how's it been? Dude, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I know I don't do well with idle hands, and so when I, when I announced – I knew, I knew through the, my whole last season of training that it would be my last season. Mm. And, and I know myself very well and I know I don't do well with free time or idle hands. So the, when, you know, it got coined that, Oh, I retired. 
you know, it needs to be rephrased. No, I, I retired from competing. Yeah. I'm busy, busier now than I ever was, but you know, I made sure to have projects lined up mm-hmm. so that, you know, I didn't feel useless or empty or like I wasn't progressing towards anything. Um, and so I thought I would take, you know, I had like a half dozen projects. I thought I would take two, get the ball rolling, see if I liked them and then move on to the next two. Um, and I thought I would kind of progress like that. And then, you know, those first two took them, uh, they hit, loved them. And I was like, all right, let's just run with these. And, uh, and you know, it's just kind of snowball effect and it kind of grew. They, they both grew to a level that I was not anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the one right now is, uh, is the training, but, you know, obviously like still running podium nutrition and helping mm-hmm. out with that and trying to grow that brand. You know, I launched, um, I released a book since last time, yep. last time we all spoke. Yep. Um, so, you know, and, and now it's between HWPO training podium, trying to build out a bit of a real estate portfolio, uh, busy as hell, you know, yeah. um, when, when I was competing, I could tell when my work day was over, when I got tired, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would, <laughs> I was never limited by time. I was only limited by energy. So once, mm-hmm. once I slowed down and my movement quality broke down, that's when I went home and started the recovery process for the next day. But now that I just run out of time, I never run out of energy. So, you know, <laughs> isn't it, isn't can, it crazy that transition, man, from, from physically competing all day long, right. And, and, and pouring yourself and yeah, there's, there's a mental toll, but it's, it's a different man. When you go from, cause I always tell when I, when we played, right. It's like, mm-hmm. nobody has a, nobody has a harder job than us. We're at the facility at, at 6am and we're there till 6pm and we're watching film and this, I mean, I can't wait to have a regular life. I'm like, I wish I could go back to that yeah, schedule. Absolutely. Oh my God. Like I, I talked about it before of like, like, I think, I think prior was, was like obviously physically harder, mm-hmm. but life was simple. Yeah. Like you showed up and you knew what you had to do. Yeah. And, and the nice thing about it was it was only dependent on me. I didn't have to count on anyone else. I didn't have to resource out to anyone, nothing. It was like, I had a job, I knew how to do it and I can fucking grind as hard Mm -hmm. as I want to. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, nope, it's not all up to me. Mm -hmm. I need to have a team around me. There's things new, new things. I don't know how to do them, you know? So something as simple as building an app or like with podium, finding the resources of where do you get, where do you get the labels made? Where do you get, the bottle made, you know, finding out that the place that manufactures the bottle does not manufacture lids. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're like, well, why are you making the bottle? I need a lid too. And so, you <laughs> know, like stuff as simple as that, it's just, it's kind of the kind of the same process of like, all right, here's a problem. How do I solve it? And breaking that down. But now it's just much, much different. And so I, you know, I'm just always thankful that I have, have the team around me that I do. You know, let's, let's talk about the team. How, what did you come was this team being built while you were training or is this, you made the transition and then you figured out, okay, uh, maybe there's a mentor or how did you go about building the team around you? So for, for the most part, it's, uh, you know, with, with HWPO, it's, it's the same team that I had through my whole competitive career. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the man that was, um, manager, agent, friend, and had my coaches band for all seven years that I competed at the games. Uh, he's now the CEO of, of HWPO training. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we launched it and we realized how, how big it was and the potential that it had, mm-hmm. 
um, you know, he had a, a very nice job um, flat while I launched it. And, and it was, I, God, I think it may have even been before we launched, you know, I, I, we were all in a meeting and he was just there as a friend, making sure I had what I needed. And I pulled him outside and I was like, Hey, what's your number? And he's like, for what? I was like, I want you to quit everything else you're doing. And I want you to be on my team exclusively. <laughs> and he was like, he kind of thought I was joking. And then, you know, we brought it up again and again and again. And I was like, like, tell me what you need. And, uh, so, you know, finally, finally last week we made it official, um, or no, not, not a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, but, um, you know, and like when I competed in the games every single year, I have the same picture after the medal ceremony. It's, uh, it's Matt O'Keefe, uh, the guy I was just talking mm-hmm. about on my right side, Sammy on my left side, gold medal around my neck. And it was the same picture every single year. Mm-hmm. And I took great pride in that, that like I had my team and we f- we're, we're there for, for everything. And, uh, and so now I'm lucky, I'm lucky enough to have the exact same team, you know, Sammy, Sammy's been working crazy hours, uh, making sure that the launch went off, uh, without a hitch. And then we, Mm -hmm. we brought O'Keefe in full time. So I'm like, okay, it's, uh, same, same team, same goal, different venue. Just, uh, let's, let's try to do the best job we can. And I'm bringing the people that I have, you know, just that, that hundred percent trust with man yeah, that's so, that, go ahead well i was gonna say so so talk to us about hard work pays off the app and, and the training <clears> program because it's one thing to program for yourself and know yourself inside and out and know what you need know when to push know when to, to back off it's a completely another thing to now program for tons of other people some people you may never see in person most people you probably don't ever see in person yeah and you don't get that personal feedback so how how has that transition been programming for yourself to now programming for thousands and hundreds of thousands of people well well so so kind of the the point that you just talked to um you know that that's a big problem for a lot of people is that they a lot of times they don't have any contact with with the the athlete that's subscribing to their programming and so you know if you don't have any outside input you just keep doing the same thing over because you don't have any reason to change. You don't have any input. And so one of the big things that when, when I launched uh, HWPO training was I want to have that dialogue. I want to hear what people like. I want to hear the criticisms um, and I want their feedback. And, and, you know, for myself, it makes my program better hearing all these different people. And, And sometimes, you know, they say like, Oh, I hate, the rowing intervals on like, Oh, well, that's deal too with bad. It. like, yeah, deal with it. But then there's other stuff. If, you know, if you hear 99 out of a hundred people saying like, Oh, my gym doesn't have this piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, well, let me accommodate for that mm-hmm. because you know, you don't, you, you want them to be able to do all the programming. Um, so, you know, I opened up that line of communication. So like with, uh, with the pro track, um, I have a weekly call with all the athletes huh. and I have, submitted questions prior to that I go through and answer. I go through the whole week of training so that I can point out any unique pieces, any new pieces, um, you know, based on like, Hey, this is the stimulus we're looking after. If you don't have this equipment, sub it for this scale, the weight this way. Um, so, you know, like an informed athlete can make better decisions when they have to, Mm -hmm. but then also I'm getting, I'm getting these reviews of people saying like, I love this piece. I hated this piece. I'm, 
I'm feeling super fresh or I'm feeling overtrained. And then I can, I can keep tailoring, always progressing towards perfection, knowing that I'm never going to reach it. But like that feedback allows me to mold, uh, the training I do moving forward. And, and so, you know, anytime I go to, uh, like a big event or a competition, I set up, um, community workouts and it's, it, it's great for them. Like if they, if they're excited to meet me or if they just want to do a workout while they're out of town, fantastic. But I'm using it as like a free review process mm-hmm. of talking to all these people after the workout. What, what did you like? What did you not like? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Oh. And then I can use that as just live feedback. It's a free review process. And then I can use that information going forward. Question who's actually giving you negative reviews though. Like <laughs> if Matt Frazier program yeah. my stuff, I'm like, yeah, no, 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 it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 200 reps of back squat. Yeah. With 98%. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you know, a lot of times it's not even, um, you know, it's not just the, it's not just the programming. You know, we, we listen to people of how, how the programming is delivered, uh, how the meetings are set up, the meeting times, um, any of that type of stuff. And, um, you know, so, so over the year, the, a big thing that we kept hearing was that the tech wasn't up to par. Mm. Um, you know, you look at the reviews and, and, People were very, very nice with their with their criticisms, but they're saying like, "I love the training. This is the best training out there." But the platform that it's on makes it really, really mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we took that feedback very seriously, and you know we we could have kept doing what we were doing and been just fine. Um, but you know, even if it you know one step backwards, take two steps forward. Even if it's five steps backwards, take six steps forward. I'm doing it. Um, I'm not. I have no interest in doing what's, what's easy. I'm, I'm like, Nope, I'm going to do what's right. And so, you know, we made the huge, huge investment of building out our own app and we controlled every detail of it. But the nicest thing now is that it's ours. So if we want to improve on it, it's on us. Um, When we're doing the data entry, like we're the ones programming it. And so like all day today, I'm in there like, typing in notes, oh, typing man. in code. I'm not reliant on somebody else yeah. and tr- putting that trust in some stranger to do it the correct way. Um, you know, I have a team around me that I trust implicitly and, and, you know, we're in control of everything. So we built this platform to not only fit um, the goal that we have right now, mm-hmm. but we're the, the platform is built with a good enough foundation that we can, we can split off into different ways. So, whether we, you know, want to offer different tiers of programming or then getting into sports specific programming, uh, um, you know, I can bring in a professional that's the best in the world at what they do. And I'd be like, all right, here's your branch off. Now, mm. now I'm not having to coordinate and be a middleman mm. uh, with somebody else. I can go, all right, here, like, here's that allows you. Yeah. yeah. That allows you it to be allows, scalable. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And hey, that hey, was, that was a big thing. Cause you know, where we are right now, fantastic yep. but but i'm look i'm looking to grow yes much, I, much I heard larger. someone say i didn't come this far just to come this far yeah right yeah. like you didn't work no, this hard good. just to stop well, right here I, I think that's yeah. i mean when i'm listening to you matt it's the way you build a business from ground up and one thing i like about you is you're you're going out you're asking the right questions you're building data points to continue 
to build on those data points and figure out what you're taking into criticism. You're, you know, you're going through this process and that's what people don't do. We don't go through the process of learning, taking all the criticism in and then applying it to what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Yeah. And you know, and it, it may not always be like the natural reaction. Like I think it's right. very natural that if you get criticized to get defensive, right. um, but then, you know, sitting back and looking at it objectively of like, okay, well, did I get defensive because there was some truth to what they were yes. saying? Mm, yeah. And, and, and then also, you know, I'm sure you guys know, like you're a fool to think that you're going to do something for the first time and it's going to be perfect. That's right. <laughs> no right. way. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you look at some of these Uber success stories of, you know, where this person was five years ago right. and they just never stopped. Yeah, you know, like I, I think I think the the obvious examples are someone like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, and it's like you look at their life on a timeline of like at 24 worked at McDonald's, at 28 you know they got fired from this job, at, yep. and then at 30 they they finally figured it out, and and so for me it's like I'm not trying to kid myself saying that I'm going to be perfect right off the bat, but um, you know if I hear out of a hundred complaints, 99 of them are kind of like the same theme. I'm right. thinking, okay, that's probably a weakness of mine. What can I do to make that yeah, better? What can awesome. I do? But then, you know, having, as you guys know, like having the right team around you and having just a common goal and our, our common goal, like our ethos was like, we want to, we want to over service our athletes. We want mm. to provide more. We want them to feel like they're stealing from us. So mm. we're just like, just doing the right thing. It's so easy to get a customer service call and just be like, Nope, you did it wrong. Uh, um, right. and, or, or we can spend the time. And even if the customer did make the mistake and just walking them through it correctly, um, you know, if, if you're nice to someone, they'll tell five That's friends. Right. That's if right. you're a jerk, they'll tell 20. That's right. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. just always trying to do the right thing, even if it's not the easy thing. Yeah. And I think, I think it has that's a compounding awesome. effect yeah. over Man. time. Well, that's the thing. And you said it a second ago, the, the, the thing that bothers me about the fitness industry as a whole is it's so easy to, and you said you guys avoid this, the purpose of it. It's so easy just to write one program, expect everybody to follow it. Mm -hmm. One oh. size fits all plan. And, and, and like you said, we would have been fine. We, we could be okay, but you want to be better than that. And so I exactly. love hearing that your program and your planning is, is, is tailored to people. And so who, yeah. who can benefit from HWPO? Like, is it, do I have to be an elite athlete or can I just be my, you know, an everyday person trying to get in shape to play with my kids? So, so when we, when we originally launched, um, there was only one track, there was one program to follow and it was with the intent of somebody that, you know, the time frame was, you know, let's say 90 minutes to two hours time dedication every single day. And it, it was scalable. Like all the weights were based off percentages. So I'm not just throwing out an arbitrary number yeah. and then hoping it fits everyone. Everything, everything was based off percentages. So, so like my mom, who's 66 went through the same program that I was going through mm -hmm. and it was just, the weights were different. Um, but so Darren, then, Darren, that's promising for you. I got this dog. <laughs> you can probably get up under it. <laughs> but then li listening to the, to the reviews or um, the, you know, complaints from members, half of them were saying, this is way too much volume. I don't have the time for this. My body can't keep up. And then the other half of the complaints were, this is not nearly enough volume. Like I'm mm -hmm. in and out of the gym mm -hmm. in one session. 
And so we're like, okay. So, you know, it's split down the middle. So let's accommodate. Let's make, let's take that same program and put it into a 60 minute format. Mm-hmm. So it's, you come into the gym, you start a clock, like a up clock and, and you're out in and out of the gym with warm up and cool down within 60 minutes. You're hitting your, your strength work, your skill work and, and your, and your Metcon for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other, other side of things, we released HWPO pro, which is intended for someone that's trying to compete in the CrossFit season. So mm. the the program follows the season. So open quarterfinals, semifinals, games, and and programming is tailored live. It's expected. Like we put out the prerequisites, like plan on at least four hours in the gym every day, two sessions. You need to find offsite resources. You know whether we're road biking, hill running, going to the track, going to the pool. Um, there's all these different pieces. So. You know, we're just trying to open it up um, to be more and more accessible to more and more people. So we had those three tracks. And then in the transition, we opened up two more. There's um, uh, HWPO Sweat. So it's no barbells, no high skill gymnastics. It's all like fairly low impact, very approachable for anyone and everyone. And it's, it doesn't follow progression. So if you want to take two days off and jump right back in, you're perfectly fine. But it's just intended on, you know, generic health and fitness of just get in, mm. have a high heart rate, get a good sweat and then go about your day. Mm. And then classic, um, is just a daily workout, your typical CrossFit workout, your couplets, triplets, chippers. Um, so anyone that's on any of the tracks gets classic for free. And so if you're following your progressions, but then you want to work out with a buddy, head over to classic and you just have a workout of the day and you can throw it down with your buddies. Mm. Yeah, I, love I, I love that. Cause, cause you know, I left the fitness industry a couple of years ago and the most common question other than nutrition I still get is I don't know what plan to follow. And so yeah. it sounds like somebody can go to your, to the HWPO app, no matter their yep. skill level and they'll have a plan for them laid out. They don't have to think just press play and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously there's, um, you know, reviews in of what every program entails. Um, and then, you know, we have like our, a typical day of training on this is 45 minutes. A typical day of training here is two hours. And then this one is six hours, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, so we're trying to, we're trying to over provide information so that people can make the correct decision. You know, I'm, I don't want somebody picking one program, spending their hard earned money and then being like, Oh, this isn't what I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, I want, I want, I want people to be happy with, Mm -hmm. with what they chose and I want them to see the progress. So, you know, we're taking the time and effort, uh, ahead of time to over provide that information to inform the customer so that they know, Mm -hmm. you know, in this program, expect you need this list of equipment in this program, you need less equipment. So if you're working out at home and you only have a kettlebell, this this program is probably the best one for you, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, and then you know we're we're still looking at expanding, opening up more tracks, and I'm I'm excited of like the the idea of like bringing in professionals in their sport. So mm. if somebody wants a very specific um, new skill, mm-hmm. like hey, we got the person for you. So whether people want to do Olympic lifting, power lifting, strongman, whatever it is, you know we're we want to be the one-stop shop no matter no matter what what your end goal is see i love that and, and you, it's very clear hearing you talk about this right is you're passionate about this you're passionate you're passionate about getting uh i'm gonna say fitness 
generically here, fitness out to the masses and give them resources to get them as excited about it as you were for your entire career and still are, I'm sure today, but it's, it's really, it's really cool. And, and if you are not, if you have not been into fitness, right. And if you have not, um, you know, worked out a ton in your life or have an athletic background and you're hearing, you know, the five time fittest man on earth talking about this program, it can be a little bit intimidating because it's literally like saying, Hey, Tom Brady, teach me about football. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's, it's a lot. Right. And so, but here's the thing and, and true story, Matt is, is after your interview, I was like a, a CrossFit hater, like for my entire life. Right. Most football players are cause like, you're not going to do that movement. I'm never going to do that because, yeah. because like, like squat snatches just don't look appealing to the knees and back of, of professional athletes, right? Until you really learn it. So I gave it a shot after, and I literally am one year in to CrossFit now. I literally no have been shot. doing it. He's yeah. a junkie I'm, now. Dude, and I'm that yep. guy too. I'm yep. the guy, the CrossFit guy. He, he like, walks around with knee sleeves and a weight belt on. 100%. And, and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to do my first workout with a shirt on. So that's, so that's my... <laughs> That's, that's the number one prerequisite. Off that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, really though, and it's the, what, what I'm saying is is that to enter this space and to 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 work with the HWPO app, and obviously there's I I didn't realize how many um, how many lanes that you have within this, mm -hmm. but I, I literally we're working out with 75 year old women that are just scaling the workout to different mm -hmm. things that yep. they can do. So don't let this like CrossFit, mm -hmm. like misconception mm -hmm. dissuade you from an app like this that is that is fitness geared because it is scaled, it can work to you and anybody. Like literally a, a, a woman, uh, woman came in, could barely walk, could barely walk. Now she's doing like overhead squats. Jeez. Like she's doing, I mean, it's unbelievable just because, but you just got to be patient with it. You got to commit to it and you've got to follow it. And because, yeah. because again, when I talk about the experts, he's the expert because he has spent so many hours doing this and right. understanding it, the nuances of, of how to train, how to recover, the balance of everything. So I would highly, highly encourage getting on this because I, I know I am. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's been a lot of fun finding finding the right people to put in place for these things, because exactly what you're talking about. Um, you know, so for programming the flagship program and pro yeah, like that's, that's my expertise. Yeah. So, you know, like when, when I'm giving a pro program, there's validity there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but then we're, when we're looking at like looking at strongman implements, mm -hmm. most of them, yeah, I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm obviously, not a strong man, but I know how to do these movements. I'm not doing a log press with pretty, 500 pounds. Pretty but, strong. <laughs> um, but so I know people don't want to hear from me how to do um, a circus dumbbell press. Mm -hmm. They they want to hear from a strong man. And so we're, we're putting people in place for those things. Um, you know, like same with swimming. It's like, yeah, I know how to swim. I'm decent at it. I know how to write a good workout for it but I want to bring in the best in the world mm -hmm. to yeah. do it. So, yeah. you know, so if we can give that athlete a platform to be found, like we already have the whole infrastructure done. So now just give us your programming. And now when people have swim questions, they're talking to you. Uh -huh. I'm not getting a question on, on swimming. They're talking to a swimmer. Yeah. They're getting questions on strongman. They're going to be talking to a strongman. Mm -hmm. um, so putting the right people in place and kind of the same uh, with, with the, uh, HWPO sweat. Mm -hmm. People people don't want to hear from me on on how how 
this workout goes or how it's pro. So we're like, Sammy, Sammy's the one that does sweat all the time. She's the one that loves it, is passionate about it. And it fits her time domain and her skill level. So it's like, she's the one talking on it. So we're we're just trying to put the right people in place so that if you have questions, they're getting answered by the correct people. That's awesome. awesome. So it's really cool that we're we're having this conversation because you want to talk about an elite athlete that can implement his own rubber band workouts his uh, rotator dude, cuff dude. workouts <laughs> and then and then I put that work in and then, and, real, then and then the towel grab with his feet yeah, on the man. ground hey, you know, just, hey, hey ben gave me that workout hey ben gave me that workout now hey though i would say this though man i'm i'm probably the guy who needs to follow the program because i don't need i'm not competing anymore it's not my intent to compete but i do need a yep. program and I'm always mm-hmm. asking Ben or I'm asking everyone else, but there's so many listeners that are out there that are right there who just won't start, who just yep. won't get started. I mean, this is a great venue. I'd say, you know, your, your platform, the HWPO platform, just to get started. You don't have to be an expert at what you're doing, but just take the first step. Yeah. Where, yep. where can people and find it? We know you got to go. So where, where can people find the app and, and how do we download it? Uh, so, so in the app store, there's uh the Apple app and Android. So they're both there. Um, doing and it then now. So just go, I'm not ignoring you. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> go to hwpotraining.com to get signed up. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, we over provide information. So you know what, what track is best for you, what's best suited for your lifestyle, your time constraints, your fitness level. Um, and then you can get going. I love it, dude. I love it. I love it. So uh, here's, here's just a question back to the transition is, is how how has passion played a role in you know kind of making that transition a little bit more graceful for you because professional athletes struggle with the transition a lot of times you know from an outsider's perspective and and you know not in the house and i'm sure that there's things that you've struggled with like you know the missing the competition aspect of it and and some of the things i don't know you, I, I don't you'd know be surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i am golden i am where i need to be and where i want to be but how i mean how has passion in pursuing some of these projects helped that transition for you i i, I think the biggest thing was i you know i've i've stepped away from a sport before like i mm-hmm. i finished my weightlifting career and the biggest struggle with it was that I didn't have a purpose after. Mm-hmm. So I literally went from this kid that was chasing his Olympic dream, living at the training center and dedicating my life to it, to just nothing. And mm-hmm. I didn't have a thing. Um, and so I was very well aware of that when I knew I was approaching the end of my competitive career in CrossFit, I was like, I need to have projects lined up. I need to have a purpose. I need to have mm-hmm. a reason to wake up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, just putting those things in place and, and trying to be a service to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like leading into uh, the first CrossFit games that I was not participating in, um, you know, I, I became, became friends with uh, a kid who was a rookie when, when during my last season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, come up to my house. Let me, let me train you. Let me uh, ask me mm-hmm. any and every question you can think of. Let me put you through some workouts and I'll basically give you my analysis. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he and his coach both came to Vermont and I, I almost took more of a role of like coaching his coach. Cause I was like, all right, when you guys go back home, you I'm not going to be there. So, this, yeah. so let me try to provide you some insight or, um, you know, some experience that I've had over the years. And I had no, no interest in, in coaching. I was like, this is like a five day commitment and then you're mm-hmm. done. Um, luckily he's, I consider him a great friend. We stay in touch. We see each other all the time, but um, I didn't want to take on the role of actually coaching him. And then, 
I, I gradually was like, Oh, I really enjoy coaching. So, um, so, you know, I have two athletes living here full time now that I coach every day. And, uh, and you know, it just, it gives me a purpose and, and like, I've gone through the life experiences. I've gone through the competition season. I have a great idea of what goes into it. And I have the resources of knowledge that I can pull in for, from professionals in, in other sports and provide it for these athletes. But I'm like, my career is done. Um, you know, someone else winning a gold medal doesn't take anything away from what I accomplished. Right. So let me try to like help that next generation come yeah. up and maybe not, you know, have to deal with some of the life lessons that, that were hard on me. I can like kind of smooth out that learning curve a little bit. Yeah. Well, we, we've said it a hundred times on the show. We're going to keep saying it a hundred times because it bears repeating. Mm -hmm. If you're struggling to find a purpose, find somebody to serve. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what yep. you've done. You've found people that you can serve. You're serving more than just a few. You're serving hundreds of thousands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the point is, the reason you were able to transition so well is because you found a purpose of service. Mm, that's right. And that's yep. what it's all about, man. And I love it. 100%. We love what you're doing, man. man we're, you, we're the biggest yeah, fans. You, you are an inspiration, I think, for for athletes across the board in, in all levels on on what it looks like to to roll out and and really serve the community, you know, and again, being successful doesn't mean you're not serving the community, right? Being, being personally successful. That's, that's just a, that's just a gauge on your impact. Right. And so, exactly. so I love that. I do have one other question mm. is the man's got to go. I know, I know, I know. Uh, one other, and we'll let you go is all right. So, so you went from, you know, physically training, you know, six plus hours a day. Right. And yep. then now you know, your days can be 14, 15 hours of work. How do you fit in the exercise portion of it? It's probably nice having two guys there that you're training and you're getting into it with them, but how do you, how important is that now? And is that been kind of a struggle to say, cause I still see this traps are there obviously. So, so he's still, still getting after it, but how is fitting fitness and, and exercise into your daily regimen? How are you doing that? So, so what one point you made of like, I have two people here. So I have Mal O'Brien and Jake Marconi that live here and I coach them every day. Uh, I do zero training with them. Okay. Uh, mm. I look at my role with them as I am your coach. I'm not your training partner. Mm. Um, but I have, I have a group of buddies that, um, you know, I, I wanted to get back into working out like, and be held accountable, mm -hmm. uh, because it's so easy. I don't have to work out. Right. It's not something I have to do. It's something I want to do, but I'm, I'm always in a mindset of I always do the things I have to do before I do the things that I want to do. And so working out just constantly got put in the back burner. You know, it's closed my laptop at 10 PM and I'm like, well, too late to go work out now. Yeah. Um, and so I have, uh, three, three buddies that come over every morning, uh, five 30 in the morning and we, we all hit the gym and it's half, half of us are all just, we're just shooting the shit, drinking coffee, but you're in the gym, you're with other people. So you're held accountable. And there's so many mornings that, you know, the alarm goes off and I'm like, I don't want to go, but then knowing like, Nope, they're showing up. And yeah. so I need to show up. Yeah, Otherwise yeah. they're just kind of left. Like I'm, I'm not there. Um, so it, because it was something I wanted, um, you know, never before have I woken up at 5am, like during my competition <laughs> career, it is not a natural thing for me, but because I know it's something I want to do. Yeah. I do it before any distractions come in. I don't, I don't have my phone. My phone's not, I'm not getting texts, calls, emails. It's while I'm in the gym with my buddies, that's what I'm focused on. Oh, yeah, that's man. awesome. Well, Matt, yeah. we know you got to go. We could do this all day and we'll have to have yeah. you back on yeah. at some point when you can, when you have a little more time, but 
Uh, we we got to cut Tyler off here. Or he'll he'll keep yeah. going. But so. I do, man. I do want to see Matt. <laughs> no, man. I literally, as this business, like, as this business scales, boy. I want to. Oh, we want to get you back on as your business yeah. scales, man. And yeah. I and I want to say the last thing. Hey, I'm proud of you, man, because I saw it in you early mm-hmm. that you had that entrepreneurial spirit, and you're not going to let anything get in your way of what you want to accomplish. And tell Sammy we said hello as well. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. So always, always fun chatting. Yeah, Thanks, man. brother. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. All the best, brother. All right. Have a good one, guys.